This is Landon Hammock, and you're listening to the Hell Podcast. Sure, the people can hear me. I always think I'm mentally prepared for it, and then you do it, and it just blows my ear. <laughs> We're back with the number uh, 21, episode number 21 wow. of the Hell Podcast. Getting up there, We're getting up yeah. there, man. We're we're making it, man. We're yeah. doing this. Yeah. Uh, we are back at the uh, Hell Podcast headquarters here at the beautiful Powers Estate. Palatial Powers Estate. Palatial yeah. Powers Estate. I am J.R. Robinson, Pikeville High School class of 2010. With me, as always, is the Hall of Fame quarterback, Mr. Douglas Powers, Pikeville High School class of 1997, and my idiot brother, as always. I feel like you're a little hard on the guy. (laughs) Like every episode. Well, if he wants to do the intro, he's going to be like Bowie Luke Duke. Not like my idiot brother. Heath Robinson, Pikeville High School class of 1995. What's up, guys? Hello. Good. Good stuff this week. Doug, okay. Doug's going to be a misery this week, man. Why? It's going to be like pulling teeth because we'll hear our guest is. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? All right. I, I just, spoiler alert. <laughs> I just want to say before we get started uh, that this has been fun. It's always fun oh, it's hanging out awesome, with you guys, man. and uh, hopefully everybody thinks it's as fun as we do when they listen to it. Oh, it's awesome, yeah. especially in a completely negative time. Like, you can't yeah. get on social media. Everything's negative. It's just, you know, it's good to laugh. It's good oh, to talk about stuff. 100%. Go Panthers. Yes, sir. Uh, so, let's get right into the shout-out, shall we? Uh, Bub, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I want to uh, shout-out uh, all of our fans out there, all 14 of them. Um <laughs> You know, the tens of fans that this podcast has. Twelve. Yeah, the twelve, something like that. I don't know what the, multi- mul- okay. the multiples are. Where... No, seriously, uh, you know, we've been getting a lot of word of mouth. A lot of people have, uh, you know, come up to us and talked to us and told us we're doing a good job. And some people tell us we're not doing such a good job. And either way, you know, that means you're listening. So that's good. And uh, uh, we just want to thank all of y'all for kind of coming on this journey with us here and uh, and uh, having having some fun along the way. And uh, you know we'll get better. We continue to strive to get better every week, just like just like the boys do over there on the field. You know that's it, that's what we're our goal is. So uh, just thank all you guys and uh, keep spreading the word. Real quick, I had my first random fan the other day. Ooh, you yeah. got recognized in Velocity, didn't you? I, no, it was, it was, uh, it was that, actually in the hospital. Was so it that wow. dude from Honduras? <laughs> or <laughs> Jennifer Jennifer fan in Honduras, <laughs> man. Her kid, her kid goes to uh, Mullins. Yeah. And she stops me and she says, 
Uh, JR, I know you do that hail podcast and all that stuff. My husband listens to it all the time. Awesome. Uh, but uh, do you know anything about Pikeville Little League? What's going on right there? I was I've like, got 900 questions about I was like, oh we, my we, gosh. Hey, uh, yeah. we've got, I've already got a guest agreed that, uh, to come on here, and we'll be coming on here in the next little bit that can tell us all about Pikeville Little League. Nice. I, I don't want to yes. give it away, but I think I just did. Yeah. Okay, uh, Doug, shout out. Shout outs. I got two. Uh, one to Graceland. Believe it or not, uh, you know, as much as we are, we compete against each other. That school is very similar to ours, and you know they had a positive COVID test. And, and you know, I talked to the team doctor on Twitter. Uh, they're handling it great, being responsible. I love how they've come out with policies about you know expectations for fans. And I think I've sent you guys that. Like mm-hmm. you've got to wear a mask, kids. It's not like a normal year where kids can play football behind the bleachers. You, you know, and I like that about them. Which kind, which kind of stinks. It, it but does. I understand it, it why does. you got to do it. But it, it's nice. I, I like that they're setting the expectation. They're getting out in front of this. And, and honestly, I hope we see it at Pablo. I think we will. But, yeah. um, you know, that's my first shout-out. Because uh, I think they want to play that first game just as much as we do. Yeah, absolutely. And, and everybody uh, wants to play. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. care who you are. Everybody I don't know. Wants to play. No matter what game it is. I don't and, care what game it is or, or what they're playing. Yeah. You know, be it yeah. uh, everything from cross-country yeah. to band. You know, Listen, our girls' play. volleyball team could have an awesome year this yeah. year. So I'm looking forward to a lot of sports at Pop High School. Uh, second shout-out to our superintendent because, you know, we did that show, and I noticed, like, I'm, I'm telling you, the next day they were already on it. Yeah. The, uh, the public service announcement about what's going on online and, and social media, you know, I like that he stepped up and sent that out to parents of Pikeville. Well, I think that's a uh, smart move. And, uh, yeah, and, and just going back to that, if you if you didn't listen to last week's episode, uh, we were talking about the uh, those uh, shade accounts or the spilling the tea accounts uh, on on Instagram. You know where kids get on there and talk about other kids. You know, y'all act like you got some sense and stay off from stupid things. Yeah. So, it's negative. It's just a negative thing, yeah, and, and kids don't need to worry about it. And you know what? You're not hurting these athletes and stuff. You know, you, you kind of that's bred into us. But yeah. but uh, there's a lot of kids that aren't that way. And you know, you're talking about a time that you know kids don't need to worry about that. We got enough worries right now. Now you yeah. think about Doug when me and you was growing up. Yeah. Okay. And the crew that we ran with. Yeah, yeah. If that this existed at that time, there'd be fights at that school every single day. Yeah. Because me, if somebody put something bad about me on there, I'd just go around there and whoop me about well, four or five. You know, I, right, I right think one. initially, but I think kids have become numb almost to it. Yeah. Like, it's just online, yeah. you know, but but it still nevertheless hurts. Right. So at a time where, you know what, in tough times, you need tough people. And well, the tough Monday people evening, don't need to post stuff. Not just, just the superintendent, Doug, go. but Monday evening, last Monday evening, the day after we recorded, yeah. Coach Mike addressed the yeah, football that's team. Good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And he told them in no uncertain terms. That if he caught any, if they found, he yeah. found out that anybody was on that on the team, they was he he'd run them off. I'm fully behind that, and, yeah. and 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 we we need to set. Well, and here's the thing: you have a lot of leaders that play sports. Yeah, and you know what? It, it's kind of good because before we go back to in school, in person, it's yeah. good. Listen, let's make a stand. Let's say this is what we stand for. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're not gonna do. And let's go. We're yeah. not gonna <laughs> take <laughs> it. Oh, you there forgot you another shout out. What? What, what is it? Uh, Doug. What about Doug? Doug Powers. Oh, crap, yeah. Doug Powers right. for school board. 
Okay. Every time. Doug's uh, first step towards world domination begins on it's November not 6th. World domination. <laughs> I just like Pyro High School. And okay, Elementary you're going to want to get out on the ground floor of this. If you don't vote for Doug, we're going to send Landon uh, uh, to your house. I feel like you guys are opportunists and taking advantage of the Now situation. we're going to send Corbin to your house and eat all your food. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. There are serious issues. Well, I know there's serious issues. That's why we're trying to get you in there, son, okay. so you can fix yeah. them. Well, I yes. like your sales pitch. Okay. What do you think Let's we're go. doing? Yeah. We're, are I we got, just talking to her right. hands right now? What, what's your shout-out? <laughs> My three shout-outs. One is Blake and Jessa. They had their first episode. I need less of that. You know, I've never been invited to that. Like, how's that? How do you get an invite to that? You don't. Well, it's, it's just, 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 just they shout us out. Okay, okay. But they did have a guest who's also a fan of the show. Uh, Tanner Branham listens regularly, and I don't know if y'all know this. He is blowing up on TikTok. Fifty-two thousand followers. I'm a forty-two-year-old man. I don't have TikTok. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But like, he's getting big on social media. He's going off like, voicing his opinion on all this other stuff, what's going on in the world, and he's got a lot of followers. So, shout out to Blake and Jessa. What's it called again? Uh, Shut up, Blake. And that's what I call it. Shout out to Blake for helping with the junior high. He does a great job over there. Well, awesome. Here, let me give you a recap of what the what their podcast is. It's Paul Jessa trying to get a word in edgewise. You know? <laughs> and it's just, you know, and Jess is a sweet girl. And, you know, Jess is just like, Blake, I, I, I just want to help all the small businesses in there. And then Blake chimes in and it's like, <laughs> and Blake chimes in. He's like, small business? I got a small business. <laughs> And he just goes on for right. 30 I think minutes. we're outside of our 10 minutes. Well, there goes our shout outs for go. their podcast. Uh, <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you for I love the shout you, Blake, out. But you know I'm telling the truth. Shout out to Dustin <laughs> Boyd for the theme music. Uh, you know, hopefully that dude in Honduras is humming that as he goes to work every morning. You know he is. 100%. He's probably playing it on the stereo. Yeah, 100%. He's going to, he's going to uh, process the cocoa leaves. No, no, no. When you have a problem with your computer, you know, yeah. when you call that. Technical support. You call Honduras. That's who you're talking to. Yeah, right there. Cool. I want if you had, if you guys, have a problem with your computer and one guy goes, "Hey, yeah. fake me. All right, yeah, guys, we are not racist on no. the hell. No. <laughs> we went down. We took a lift. I'm right there. there. What about the racist? Did. I didn't even get racist. It's not. It's just it's part of life. Nobody's racist. Uh, no one's racist. I'm just kidding. I thought all them computer people came from India. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Okay, let's stop wizard. with Who this. Knows? God. <laughs> okay. All right, let's move on. Well, I'm sorry last... I offended the NAACP so that next okay, time. Then, <laughs> thank you, Dustin, for the theme music. And also, last shout-out is for this week. You know why? Because it's game week, baby. Game week. It is game week. I've been waiting for this. Oh, my God. And it's Raceland. And it's Raceland, and it's a good game. Who I always love to year. Really It's Piper Raceland. I don't know. Uh, Have we said, ever beaten Raceland at Raceland? No, not in the, uh, not a few, like, three years. Okay. Years. Wow. We won one. Wow. Now, since you've already heard his voice, then we're just going to go ahead and get right into yeah, it. Yeah, where'd he go, man? Oh, you oh, already blew it, man. You blew it like 10 minutes ago. You blew it 10 minutes ago. Shut up. Everybody just shut up. <laughs> <Our special, laughs> you can't let Heath do shut up. This is my show. You're all fired. Uh, our special guest today is Mr. Landon Hammock. Y'all want to give him a hand? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Landon, he tied his shoes and came here. All right. He is a state champion, was starting nose guard last year for the 2019 Panthers, and he is uh, currently... Also a 
veteran Heath Duggan Jr. team member. Yes. Oh, man, yeah. that's one of my big nasty drivers. Yes. 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 So, I mean, is. that needs to be stated. And um, he is currently getting ready to take on a bigger leadership role this year oh, for yeah. the current Panthers. Absolutely. God help us all. He's <laughs> one of the, uh, you know, we lost a lot of seniors. And a, a lot of uh, fans might not know this. I mean, a lot do. But uh, we don't have a lot of returning players that have a lot of experience. Yeah. So it's nice to have one come on and, uh, you know, just get their take. Yeah, he's been on. The reason we really wanted him on here is because, you know, not only did we have Isaac, but uh, we had him in July, you know. Yeah. yeah. We've got Landon now, and the practice has started, so Landon can give us a little bit of an update. Don't lie. Heath on. wanted a lineman on. Oh, we that know. too. We know where that is. That too. We know. Yeah. It's been too long. It's okay. Enough about us. Landon, how are you doing? I'm great, man. I mean, it's game week. I'm ready. Everything's everything's coming together finally. We got some like reassurance of everything going on, and just some thought in your head like you get to play football this week. You know? So, yeah. I mean, it's a cool feeling. It's awesome. I think you guys have waited a long time. Oh for yeah, that. we've waited. We waited how, longer. All right. I guess my question is, how have you been? trying to cope with all this how have you worked and all that stuff well, conditioning yeah, yeah yeah just keeping my mind uh, right on that my mind always is like i'm going to play we're going to we're going to play and just until somebody tells me not to we just keep playing and uh we've been working out i've been really just studying the game more just trying to figure out what i can do better to help me this season to help our team this season so okay. yeah well Landon, yeah. I, for those that don't know Landon is one of uh, the protégés of this guy and me and Doug. Say who I am, but I can't yeah. see me, Joe. <laughs> uh, well, no, I, I really don't want to you, say your name. You look like a guy with those sunglasses on. I mean, if you Think don't know about, this You know the movie Casino with, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Oh, it just hit me. Oh, no, you like, you look like you want. You should run a sports book I'm, in I'm Vegas. H, I'm H. Rothstein. That's <laughs> awesome. That's what you, you look like That's the guy, funny. the the like the bouncer that comes out okay. and throws somebody you can out. Have the money and the hammer and leave. Or we get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I love that movie. Love oh those. Lord, I got okay. these at Food City, man. They're the best. But anyway, my brother he. Doug and I have pretty much seen this kid grow up. Yeah. But that's one of my pups. That's one of my first ones. Okay. It's, uh, it's been really cool seeing that group Corbin, grow up. Really. Him, Jay McNamee, and Rico. That yeah. was the original one. And they're all yeah. doing pretty good. Yeah. 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 So uh, uh, I could not be prouder right now of every one of those guys. And it's been a they, – they were they were a joy to coach, man, because they loved the game. Yeah. You know, I didn't have to instill that love into them. They it makes it easy, it. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right, my first question. Landon, how many times did you want to punch Bub in practice? <laughs> uh, not as many as you think. It's probably a good amount of times, but it was just more of uh, – I said skill hey. guys hated you a lot. Oh, yeah. Guys, oh, you know, you it. A lot. See, I had to do that. And that's that. exactly the way it's I terrible. wanted it. Yeah. yeah. So how many times do you see him throw that garbage can off the track? I, about, I can't even remember. It's been so many times that garbage <laughs> can <laughs> thrown. I think that garbage can's in the ICU, right? Yes. Yes. They should put the garbage can in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> really. That's all right. Me and the garbage can settled out of court. We're good. Lost your face. All right. Lovely. Landon. Favorite coach, go out of all three of us. Out of all three of you? Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to put me on wow. the spot. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he's a lineman. It's really got to be Heath. Hey, hey, go ahead and let him down easy, man. It's, yeah, I know. it's okay. You got to be, be old Heath here. Ah, <laughs> I know it. I know it. I know it. But you got to remember, you don't like the nickname he gave you, 
and he still calls you that, yeah, I, mean, I don't. I mean, it's it's like a fatherly love. Well, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's an elementary thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Corbin but. told me a story in class when you guys were in, I think, eighth grade, and said that uh, I can't remember who your teacher was, but everybody was calling you sloth. Yeah. And you was getting mad, and. <laughs> One of the coaches, or one of the, the teacher looks at you and says, Landon said, why do they call you sloth? And said, all Landon said was, he points at Corbin and goes, because his dad's an idiot. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the teacher's like, uh, okay, what's that got to do with anything? It's, I just, it's just, you got to know it, you got to know it. Gotta do it. Dude, we had so much fun with Landon. Let me tell you something about Landon. I'll tell you this, that, uh, don't let it go to your head or I'll pop it off. There. All right, yeah. Listen. One of the fastest kids off the football that I think I've ever seen yeah, in my life. Freaky. When it, I swear, if you just twitch the ball, he's done in the backfield and killed your running back and sent him to the hospital and and the quarterback too. And then he goes over to the other side and steals your girlfriend. I mean, and every is, kid, every kid I've coached after you about getting quicker off the ball, I tell them go look at Landon Hammond and see how he gets off the ball. And it's not so much. I mean, you're athletically gifted. We all understand that, but it's not so much athletics, athletic, you know, giftedness as it is mindset. Yeah. As it is, I'm coming off that ball, and when I come off of it, I've got angry intentions. So, yeah. So I mean, Landon. I mean, what kind of have you always just been that quick off? I mean, just no, quick or? No, no. I think uh, my dad helped with me a bunch. Uh, he would always, we would always go to the field, and usually go on a sled. And it would always be the first step, first step, first step, because yeah. uh, usually that's the best way. It's the to most get. important. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, but he would always say, "You gotta be faster. You gotta be faster. You gotta be do this faster." I mean, it's just. I mean, how many steps to the place are three? Yeah, three, three I mean, four, at, at your position, exactly. it's just yeah. so critical. Because those first, those first two steps, you're hitting somebody immediately. Yeah. And Dad just always taught me. It was like, um, those first steps would be faster than the guy in front of you. That's just what you gotta, you gotta do. Yeah, because if he's bigger than you, I can be faster than him and beat him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to call you small at all because you're not. No, you're but you're dude. not like you I'm know. I'm not huge. Yeah, you're not monstrous, but you, dude, Landon was beating kids at least 300 pounds in junior high. I, I, I was going to say, uh, you know, are you prototypical day one size defensive lineman? No, but I've never seen your size or lack of it be a hindrance to you. Yeah. You've never let Well, I've noticed this is is with great linemen, especially defensive linemen, you're always you might be bigger, you might be smaller. They always find a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes you utilize quickness, sometimes you can utilize size. Yeah. But you always gotta find an edge. You yeah. Know? And that's, always. That, you seem to have gotten on to that. That's a great concept. point though. Um but you know, with Landon, he was always the guy that if we <laughs> if you've ever watched the movie The Replacements, the guy that gets up there and he's like Give me the ball! I want the ball! Give me the ball! I want yeah. <laughs> that was Landon. That was. Am I wrong? Yes. Uh, no, you're you're not wrong at all. Uh, Landon would literally go out there and run through a brick wall if you told him to. We had a quarterback that only wanted to catch passes. We had a lineman that wanted to run the ball and score a touchdown, and I'll never forget it. In junior high, he goes, "Just get used to it. You're never going to score a touchdown." And at Belfry, <laughs> do you remember that? I remember. I remember, that. I remember he that scored score. a touchdown, and I looked at Heath, and Heath was going. Oh, weren't you? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now, dude, I was on the train. I had yeah, watched. He, you were on the phone with. I remember yeah, you came out yeah. right to the game. You came out to me and said, I was on the phone with Heath whenever you scored. <laughs> yeah, Doug, Doug FaceTimed me. I was on, on the train at work coming out of Ashland. 
and he was showing me, and I saw your scoop and score, and I uh, Doug turned around. He's like, "What do you think about that?" And I was like, oh, oh, I was so happy. He's like, he's, right oh, now. Awesome, I was like he's going to want to be in the backfield now. Yeah. And I put him at tailback. No, I think you. Am I wrong here? You actually enjoy playing live. I enjoy it because not every position you get to actually be in everything. Because like you can be out at corner and not be in the action. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's why I kind of like defense more than I like offense because it's more aggressive. You, yeah. You're more on the aggression side of it. And it's just, well, it's just also, battle every play. Is what yeah, on means. offense, I, I think all linemen love the fact that they almost take pride in it, that they don't get a lot of like high fives and newspaper coverage and yeah. stuff. But you know, when that running back breaks through the line and scores a touchdown, you're like, that war was fought way before he ran 50 yards. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's a – a pride thing. See, most people that know the football. position on the field with the word man in it, and that ain't by accident. <laughs> That's true. Go ahead, Lance. The people that actually know how the game is played, they know that linemen are the one that does the work yeah. and has that, gets them where they Those need to be. Those are the trenches. The, yeah. the dirty work. The dirty gets, work. Gets them where they need to be. Exactly. I mean, without linemen, quarterbacks are probably on their back. Well, though. it's like in basketball, without power forwards and centers, yeah. you just can't. Guards wouldn't do much, I promise. Yeah. I told you before, I, I was telling you guys before we recorded, you know, Wide receivers and quarterbacks, or wide receivers and running backs, will keep quarterbacks in the sports page. Lyman will keep them out of the obituaries. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, all right. So, Landon, uh, you've been to a lot of camps. Yeah. A lot. Uh, what has been some of your best camps that you've ever been to? Uh, Louisville. Louisville. I, I went to a Louisville camp um, the this last summer, going into my uh, sophomore year. Um, and the competition there was amazing. The uh, coaches, a lot of Louisville kids. Too. Yeah, it was a lot of Louisville kids, but it was a lot of kids from like the middle, the middle yeah. of the country. Yeah. It's like uh, well, you're getting the best. Yeah, and a lot of these guys get invited. Yeah, you know, and recruiting, they want you to come to camp for a week to see the school. It's yeah. like a free recruiting trip too. Yeah, yeah. and it's cool you get to see that competition because yeah. I think for any position, it gives you a, a measuring stick. Well, that guy was awesome. I need to get better at this or that. Yeah. That's cool. It really gave me a perspective of where I was at as a player and, like, where I need to get to. Because um, at the camp, it was basically a practice. It wasn't much of a camp. It was more of a practice. They put you through drills, like drills you would go through in a daily practice you go to. And it was – it got tough there. It got tough, and it was just more competition. They wanted to see what you got. That's basically what yeah. they were trying to do. But um, – yeah, it's, that's one of the one of the toughest camps I've been to, and one of the ones that was really helped me a lot. You, you know, giving you a little historical background, I got invited to a quarterback camp at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And no, no, really. <laughs> and and at the time, you don't know any of these guys. No one has yeah. done anything. You just know they're from South Carolina, right, or Louisiana. So the guys that were there were Eli Manning, okay, yeah. Phil Petty, who ended up starting at South Carolina. These yeah. guys had never, they hadn't done anything. But I'm telling you, it's an awesome measuring stick. Yeah. And you got, and I think a lot of parents might not know that. Maybe they're not football parents. Maybe you got kids on your team right now. They need to know this. So yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. I mean, like, if you really want to go play at the next level, you have to go to these camps. That's really yeah. the main thing. You, you have to put do. yourself out there. Yeah. yeah. And you got to compete. And I think a lot of times you surprise yourself. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you really surprise yourself because you're going up against the best of the best. And, you know, you. A lot of times we kind of suffered from this. You know, when me and Doug were growing up, you know, well, we're a 1A school from the mountains, you know. But you go down there and you hold your own against, you know, some of the best in the country or the best in the state at least. 
then that gives you a little bit more confidence in what you need to be, you know, what you need to work on. But also, it gives you confidence to know that if you keep working, you're going to be just yeah. as good as that. It's are. a cool thing, too, because I've noticed lately, like just of our team last year, you had, you know, Seth Pugh, yeah. he was at Louisville, you have Jackson going to Wake Forest. We're getting more attention. And used to, you had to just be a stud. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go play Division One, you had to just be really good. Yeah. And that's, I mean, there are players that are going to do that anyway. But I think social media, Twitter, these camps, it's helped a lot yeah, for our area. Yeah. Have you played against any um, guys that you can name up or went up against them that's really, like, blown up? There was, there was this one lineman, I can't remember his name, but I know now he is um, – no, I remember now. Selah Brown. Selah Brown, he goes to Mail. Um, me and him went to the camp together. We went to about three camps in a row. I was at the same camp. I was at Louisville, Kentucky, and Tennessee, and he was all there. He is now a, I think, four-star recruit and has a lot of different offers for big-name colleges. Mm-hmm. Nice. But right now, he he's he's good. He's I, I, I like the guy a lot. But yeah. you, your perspective, you got to compete against. Yeah, him. I got to yeah. Compete against and him. you get to know how that feels because yeah. you're not. You might not get that every day at no. the class one A or East Kentucky. I mean, you got to get out and see these guys. Exactly. Or you're going to be shocked when you think you're. This good when you know you need to be competing at this level. Yeah, and we're getting some guys from Eastern Kentucky. Actually, Grant Bingham that goes to uh, Johnson, Johnson Central. Yeah, yeah. He, me and him competed a lot at camps. I want to get him. Heard a lot about that. He's how many long long long. Oh yeah, he's good. And just to put get up against a guy like that and see how many offers he has right now, yeah. and all the attention he's getting is really giving me a perspective of where I'm at. As well. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And so, uh, moving on from the camps here, Landon, we're going to talk a little bit about last year because that was probably. Uh, I would guess to say that's one of the best moments of your life. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That was a fun year. So when you came in, you're a sophomore getting ready to go in, and you just, you're getting ready to replace guys like Bull, you know, uh, guys like um, uh, Jesse Sparks and all those guys. You're coming in there having to replace them. Was that a lot of pressure? How much did you feel the pressure? And before you even answer that, you got a team this year. Yeah. A lot of guys are competing for spots. Yeah. And I hope if players are listening, that this is important. This is very important. Go ahead. So the pressure was there. You could feel it because it's like I have to go get some, like, uh, replace Bull, who went to Marshall, and uh, Jesse, who was just an animal. He was just tech, like, he would kill you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, he's I, a murderer. I, he, he was crazy. <laughs> well, Jesse gets back in on leave sometime. I'd love to have him on the oh, show. Yeah. That'd, yeah. that'd be great. But, um, yeah, the pressure was there, but it was also the mindset like, okay, it's now my opportunity to show these coaches what I have. And I still had to prove myself to coaches because I didn't start the first couple of games. I had a, I was out, and then I didn't start against pace or racing. But as soon as I got my opportunities, I was in it. I was on it, and uh, I started the rest of the year, and we ended up doing our defense as their main. How did you feel like your learning curve was at first? It was more – my learning curve at first was more of – Okay, I don't. It's kind of slow at first, yeah. but then once I got into the game situations, it would just take off. It was because yeah. I had my coaches like Coach Davis, and Coach Foot, and Sully showing me different techniques, yeah, yeah, and uh, ways of actually going about it. But uh, you can play with one arm, for and that's what I was getting yeah. ready to say. Yeah. For all those people out there that go, you know, oh, we didn't have Isaac Dixon last year. <laughs> we are starting nose guard. <laughs> Had, had a broken hand and literally yeah. took over the line. He played the, the nub. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just don't want to hear it. We had a one-armed man out there, manhandling your your offense. The one-armed bandit. That was awesome. <laughs> it was. I mean, that, 
actually helped me. It made me more of a versatile defensive uh, defense lineman because it taught me different. I could get a left-hand stance better, yeah. and I would be, be more movement that way. See, that always killed me because I was left-handed, yeah. so I always See, got yeah. down to left-handed stance. And right-hand, I felt like I was like, you know, uh, baby deer being born. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm getting in a right-handed stance, I can't crazy. get that out of my head. I'm now. all over the place. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy when you're you're right-handed or left-handed yeah. and you have to get down to opposite hand stance. I mean, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But it throws off all you. It, it's ergonomics, you know. Yeah. yeah. So last year, I think you kind of had, uh, you know, I think you had a couple breakout games. Belfry is the first one that comes to mind, but just for you doing what you were doing with one hand, stop them on fourth and one. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were able to control the line of scrimmage in the second half for most of the second half. Mm -hmm. You know, you and then Lord have mercy, you the defense just took over after that Belfry game. Yeah, I think the only game that I think you all may have struggled a little bit, and it was a little bit of a hangover game was Lawrence County. Yeah, it was the next week. So, I, yeah, we we started off that game really well. And they had then, a great quarterback. Too. Yeah, they had a really good quarterback. Yeah. He was good, but um, we yeah. we all thought we had it, and it was played soft at the, near the end, and that's how they really came back on us there. But, you know, other than that, though, dude, yeah. you all were pretty much flawless. And then, of course, you all get a running clock on everybody. After that. After yeah. that. And no, then it gets, got one, they got one against Lawrence County. Yeah, we had a running clock. Yeah. Well, but it's funny you mention that because I remember even Coach Mack mentioned at the beginning of the year last year. Yeah. It's like we're going to really lean on our defense. And, you yeah. know, he was right. We needed that. And we had a great defense. But this year, I feel like it's an opposite. It's just going to flip. Yeah. Like we're going to have to depend on offense to put up some points because we have some youth. But, you know, you saw how our offense stepped up in three or four games. You see that look over each by each bite dog. He's going to eat your face. I was just saying, you know, we have a lot of new people. I mean, yeah, him. we have two returning starters on the defensive uh, side yeah, of the ball. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be tough at first, yes. But I think it's mostly balanced both sides of the ball right now. Um, our offense needs to be clicking, though. Yeah. You're right, yeah. yeah. But, but that's cool because you saw how fast the offense hit. How long did it take? Like from Paintsville to Belfry. Yeah. It and it just, then you hit cruise control. Yeah. You, know, you hit fifth gear. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. So you all go, and I, you were on that team. You were a freshman when we got beat by Beachwood. Yeah. So so your Beach, Beachwood hatred is as strong as ours. Oh, yeah. It's going to take a decade to get over But he got uh, a ring. So. I'll, I'll give you a card for a real good therapist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's done wonders with I don't me. think he needs one. Uh, yeah. Look what he's wearing oh, yeah, right here. This thing is yeah. getting in my yeah. eyes. Yeah, I think those rings make magical differences <laughs> for people. So after that, you guys get to go back again, go to Lexington. And this time, you're playing Paintsville. You all struggled against Paintsville at the first the first game at Paintsville, and then you come in there, and it was just on from the beginning. Yeah, that first play where we got that fumble recovery for a touchdown from uh, Birchfield, it was that was we knew right then. Let me ask on. you a question yeah. though. We've asked this to other players that played in that game, mm -hmm. and I noticed it in the skybox. Like when I watched both teams walk in, there was just a noticeable difference. Yeah, we were we were. Way more ready for that game than Paintsville was. I could tell. So as energy. a player, I'm, and I'm not, you know, do not over compensate, yeah. but yeah. really it looked that way. It really did. You could tell by the way we came out of the field. We came out of the field with a certain intensity that we were going to win this game. It's, yeah. This is our. But, and you're also talking about a bunch of dudes that lost by one point. Yeah, we, yeah. we had a mindset coming into <laughs> this, this season that we we're going to come back to state and win. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Paints 
I think Paintsville had a good team. No, yeah, they, they, they had a good well, team. obviously you yeah, guys we, beat them like two or three. Yeah. Uh, the, first last, the first game of the season, and they, um, I think they came in with the mindset it was going to be like that again. I think yeah. they said we got the, they had this too, but we came in with different yeah. intensity. They felt more comfortable. Yeah, and, and as a team with a lot of playoff experience yeah. and state title experience, mm-hmm. I don't care what you say. There's a big difference between playing at Raceland or Pottville or Paintsville than playing in the Big House. Well, you know like what the difference me. was, man. I heard about it later, and Landon, I think, can back me up. John Collins sacrificed a goat. <laughs> no, he came here. He told me. blood. You know, it's really weird you say that. Of course that. he's not going to tell you that, Doug. You're he not a player. Listen. You're not in the club. No, no, it's weird. He told me. John Collin was an awesome running back, by the way. My fire pit moved from the middle of the yard to there, and he told me he put that goat right there, yeah. right in the corner, and that's why it moved. He so moved that's it. what it did, man. Oh, and he God. didn't even have to lift it. He just... Moved it with the force. Yeah, I think there was like some little freshman that played last year. I ain't seen him since. <laughs> I, I, see. I think I think Colin may sacrifice him or something. And, and, and I don't know. Oh, I mean, John Collins' legendary status is getting bigger and bigger by the day. Well, it's it's mainly you know because of the show <laughs> that and because John Collins' awesome. Yeah. But you know, can you uh, speak to like? Did you all know going into that in the game though, like before you all even got there, that this was your all? Like it, you all were going to win this game. I think we always come to the game like that. We knew, we thought it was going to be, uh, we knew it was going to be like a competition. So we came ready for that. We came ready for a battle. Yeah. Know, we really came ready for. It. We our mindset was nothing but that game, that entire week. It was, um, there was nothing, there was nothing else on our minds. It was just straight business when we got to that field. It worried me yeah. because, and I'm just going to be honest with you, for five games before that. It just was like, you yeah, know, you got, when you get running, clock, it's like, man, you know, I remember that. And he, when we played, that was a problem mm. because our district wasn't as competitive. And, you know, when you're up at halftime by 80 points and you can't play a second half, it worried me a little bit. Yeah. But you guys took a different approach, and it, it, it showed. It showed, man. It did. It showed. Oh, man, when you guys walked out that day to those buses to get on the buses to go yeah. to yeah, and I saw the look in y'all's eyes. Every one of y'all, if y'all went by me, okay. Yeah, even Corbin, you know, Mister, yeah, you was know, happy go lucky. God, you know, even him. I mean, you know, I saw the look in every player's eyes from the from Jackson Hensley down yeah. to the, down to the lowest JV freshman, yeah. you know. And I called Jr. on the phone. I was like. Dude, we're gonna gonna kill that bunch. <laughs> it's funny you say I that. I don't think they got a chance because you know how we had that little pep rally before the game. Yeah, <laughs> we were in there, and I was. We were sort of the guys yeah. I had played before were closer to the. Yeah, team. we were, we were still on our yeah. way. Yeah, and, we and I remember looking at those guys, and I was like, they're like glassed over eyes, like the the focused eyes yeah. that only an athlete can really notice. And I remember when they were walking out, I looked at Isaac, yeah, first year started, and I was like, dude, it's just another game. He's like, I know I'm going to win this right now, let me win. That's exactly, because oh. when I say we were straight business that yeah. entire week, oh. I was just that, we were straight business. I was like, yeah. it was happening. I just wanted to just hug him, but I'm afraid he'd punch me in the face. Really. <laughs> I don't think, wow, they're ready to play. I can remember, I, there was this one freshman that said, like, started laughing in the locker room, and I can just remember Three seniors got up and just started screaming. <laughs> it, was like, it was just not yeah. a good place to laugh. No, no, you don't, no, it was straight business, right? But on. see, that educates people. Yeah, and honestly, you have a bigger 
You know, I it's not just... will never laugh yeah, in a locker yeah, room. Yeah, no. You, well, and that's the thing. You don't have a lot of returning players. Yeah. So it falls to guys that have been there. See, like our state championship experience left. Yeah. We don't have many left. So you got to be able to educate people and show them how it's done. So that's good. I'm glad we got some players left. I was very impressed by that Paceful has a pretty big line. They have a pretty good size line, yeah. and you guys literally control the line of scrimmage. They, I don't think that they had positive yards. I mean, they might, they may have, but it wasn't very. There was much. a lot of close they, passes. They, yeah, they had, there was a lot of opportunities. We had a lot of miss mishaps in that game that people don't really recognize because we beat yeah. them so bad. But there was many opportunities they could have scored. Yeah. And, uh, Jackson Hensley saved a seventy-yard touchdown yeah, that yeah. was just really poor coverage. Really, Peyton, uh, Boyd Blair got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peyton did. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple times they could have yeah. capitalized and just it didn't work out. I was just talking about just running the ball because it just looked like you all just could just destroyed them up front. I think they, I think they had one drive where they got a little bit of yards, but it was not much. It was just getting to like the fifty-yard. Well, you got to think. You know what Beachwood did to you? Yeah. Okay, I want you to think that you got beat forty. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know what, they're going to come back hard. That's that's what I was telling all these young yeah. guys, uh, all these guys from our lobby. Because we usually have these group meetings, and like we're going to we'll go eat sometimes out with each other. I'm like, guys, we beat everyone last season. Everyone wants to beat us this year, and it's just oh, you have a target on your shoulder. Yeah. You got a target on your back. You can sleep in space right now. I mean, yeah. we put uh, pencil on a running clock in the state championship game and held them to zero points. They want to embarrass you. Exactly. Belfry uh, wants to embarrass. You. I know we came back on Belfry at Belfry too, so that's yeah. another. I mean, they, they won. Not only that, oh, not yeah. only that, Landon, but I mean, we did celebrate, which we had the right to because we haven't won there in a long. I don't know. Dancing we, in the middle of the boulevard might have been a little, but that's that, okay. was, was awesome. that too. And so they're. I mean, we had the right to do that because we won that game, and it's been a while since we've done that. Yeah, but. That's also going to create bulletin board material, uh, bulletin yeah. board material yeah, for them this year. That's so, just why we got to come mentally prepared and be physically prepared to uh, take them on. And, and that, you know, I've told even y'all ain't got much time to get ready for. Them. It's really odd because I, I was like, you know, you play such different teams. Like you got like Rachel and Paintsville, a little different than Belfry. Yeah. And it's man, I'll tell you, if that's one of those games, your second week, you best be ready yeah, for contact. Yeah. You better unflinch yourself. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah. So and I, come out for blood. So, last question about uh, this season before we move on to – or last season before we move on to this season. What was the – has it set in yet that you all are state champions? Uh, it was – no, it was crazy. I didn't, I didn't feel like we were state champion after that game. It you was, wanted to play next week, Exactly. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was expecting another cool. game. But um, when we got in the locker room, it was, everybody just looked at each other really. It was like, we just we want we're state champions now. It was, it was just crazy. It's a huge I mean, release. Like, yeah, it was just a big release. Did. I think it was a lot of pressure. Yes, too. it was expectation. Because yeah. we just we just went on undefeated regular season. Yeah. And we put a running clock on everybody in the playoffs. Yeah. And then we had to go into a uh, state championship game with a team that was like 30 minutes away. Yeah. And it's a rival. Huge rival. So huge rival. Huge rival. Yeah. Which we, anything can happen exactly. in this game. Anything. Exactly. And then we put zero points. We held them zero points and put on 42. Or 41. 43. 43. 43. 43. 43. 43. 43. Yeah. We got that uh, two-point conversion there. To run it was a lot. Uh, Hold yeah. on. Let me just check real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the ring. Okay. Let me set the stage for you. He's looking at his ring to see the final score. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized we don't have okay. the final score on there. You know what? I like it. You're a man after my own heart. It's okay. All right. Now, let's if move on. If you weren't so mentally challenged, I'd adopt uh, I know. 
Now let's move into not only the um, business of landing, but the Hell Podcast business. Because we've got to let these people know what this team is going to be like this year. And what yeah, better yeah. person it's important. than a guy yeah. who's been out there since day one with this team. You do have landing. a unique uh, perspective. Yeah. You know. So now landing. I think it's going to be hard for Landon to tell, though, and he yeah. can elaborate into it because I don't even think the coaches know what kind of team they're going to I think it's I mean, like the first three okay. weeks. We've been in pads for, what, three days? Yeah. You know, and we it's, got a game coming up Friday, Saturday. Those first three to six games, and you can say whatever, but it it's going to be a huge test. You've got oh, sophomores yeah. and juniors. You have a small uh, senior class. It's going to be crazy. But, Go ahead. Yeah, this okay. game uh, coming up is not going to be the prettiest game in football you've ever seen. No. It's going to be it's going to be kind of ugly and it's going to be tough. But I think uh, with the coaches we have, we're going to make adjustments and we're going to be all right going into that game. Um, but, I'll go ahead. But just uh, this team this year, we have a lot of players, a lot of, a lot of young guys, really shocked everybody. Like uh, Jay Matt, I mean, he's he's been Jay's with, looking good. He's man. been he, really he came he's out. He's come with a me. long way. Oh yes, I mean he was on our team a little. I mean the guy really has. Yeah. I was really proud of what he did. One of my big matches, yeah. yeah, in junior high, he really came on at the end oh, of yeah. that year. Yeah, I, a leader really on the line. That's yeah. man, that's impressive. Yeah, he's we. Uh, I texted some of the line with like all the young guys like Andrew Deskins, uh, Jay Matt, and me, um, James. Uh, I don't remember his last name. But, uh, and then we had a bunch of young, older guys like Peyton and Mason Sayers uh, and Brady. We all came out. I tested them all during the summer. I was like, hey, let's go get some work in the field. Every one of them showed up every day when I was there. We That's put awesome. a lot. I had a personal sled. We hit the sled. We did a lot of footwork working out. And we just kept working because I knew that these young guys were going to be what helps us because we don't have a lot of depth. Right. And you have so much more to do. Yeah. You know, people forget you were a sophomore last year. Yeah. You've still got your junior and senior yeah, year, you know, years. and it does. It, it's kind of hard because you don't have a large senior class. Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes it falls to you. Hey, yeah. no, you're the next up. Yeah. No, you know yeah. that's how it works. So, who are some guys in? You know, I'll, I'll call it camp, pretty much. Who are some guys in this camp that have really stuck out to you that people don't know about yet? Uh, Devin Rossett. Um, he's uh, gonna be a sophomore coming in. And he is, he's going to be good for us. He's going to help us out a lot. Uh, he puts in the time to work, and he'll hit you, too. He's I mean, stud, he, man. He'll hit you. But um, we got this kid named uh, Alex Rogers. Uh, he's a new kid that just came in. Yeah. He talked about him talked like about 30 times. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Oh, man. Y'all, y'all remember that name? I'm telling you. And, it, you know, it's everyone we talk to. Yeah. And I think it's just more he can play anywhere. Yeah. We just don't know what what it's gonna when it's gonna click. He's, I he, think I got an idea where they're gonna play, but I, I'm not gonna okay. give it out on here. But I, I think I think you're you're, you're going you're gonna hear his name called a lot. Yeah, but uh, then you got guys like you know of Zach Lockhart. He's he's yeah. been good for us. Zach, he's he's right. looking really good, yeah. and he's polished. Yeah. You know, like last year, he was younger, and yeah. uh, you know I think basketball players, skill players, and you're seeing with. Uh, Brad Lowe, mm-hmm. you know, they, uh, you know, they have a knack for being great skill players, but like Zach took it to a different level, and now he's polished. You're going to see a good year out of that kid, and he's got that polish and technique that he's going to. It don't matter who the defensive backs are; he's going to do well. And his mindset has changed from yeah. uh, like freshman year. Well, and when you get hurt like that, yeah. I think it does. You appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, uh, Zach's a man, man. I, I've said yeah. that on here before. You know, now he don't have. 
Pew and Tinsley and, no. and, and Hensley. But he learned a lot. Taking, taking all the, the uh, pressure off of him and leaving him well, yeah. you know, pretty much wide open in certain circumstances. Now he's the guy. Now yeah. he's the guy, and, and I'm sure he, you know, He's a tireless worker, so I'm sure yeah. he's going to adjust. And that's the that's the way of the natural way of things. Is, yeah. You know, you get to learn, and then you're the guy. You got to right. figure it out. I right. keep hearing the name Landon. If you could speak on this, uh, is it Brandon? Is it Low? Brett Below? Yeah, Below. Yeah, yeah, yeah Brad Low. He's going. He's, gonna, he, he's yeah. been working. He yeah. has been he looks working good, his man. Tail off. That yeah. kid is so fast, and really, what we got, I, I got his name wrong. But listen, he is a point guard on the football team now. This kid, I'm telling you, and where you've got a good balance of talent wide receiver, it's almost kind of not as good as last year because they were older and experienced. But you've got the talent there, and yeah. it's just going to take a little bit. You, you might not have the dangerous. individual talent of, of last year, but I think as a whole, yeah, you, as a whole, it, it, it's going to be a lot deeper yeah. wide receiver you, you, than it was last yeah, year. Those guys are going to be open, I promise yeah. you. And then, you know, but. Landon is a lineman, so Landon, besides David Rossett, who's some other guys? Uh, we got, uh, well, the Sayers Twins. Yeah. Sayers Twins will come up with us. Studs, know. man, absolute they, studs. They're good. We know about them. Well, they, I mean, oh, well, you've heard, we've heard Jay Mack. Well, yeah, they're returners. Yeah. You know, they, they were expected to step up. Yeah. Brady Clark. Um, Who played great last year. Yeah, he started uh, against Raceland. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when, uh, he K-9. played a couple games. He, was, yeah. he, he got in there. He yeah, I feel there. good about him. Yeah, he'll, he'll be all right. He'll be he'll get yeah. in there. Um, and then we got Rico, we got Alex. Um, right now, that's about it up front. Right now, that's going to be in the rotation a little bit. But then we got we got some younger guys like Andrew Deskins and um, all these freshmen that's coming in. They're going to be good later on. Like once they get everything down and learn everything, you can tell they're learning though. Yeah. And just I mean, like, it in. I get texts from these cool. freshmen all the time. It's like text me, ask me questions, and so that's like, great. That's, that's awesome. That's good. Yeah, that's what you need. Yeah, hundred percent. So, so you can read between the lines or what Landon just said. You know what he said? What? You suck, Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> quit, Corbin. Quit. Oh, I ah. forgot about Corbin. Well, <laughs> no, no, that's somebody. How did you forget that's, about that's, it? I know, I know. But seriously, Corbin has worked his tail off this offseason. Yeah, he has. He's gone a lot He's got a yeah. lot better. He really has. I think you're going to see – much less of a wuss. Than yes. And, and really, you've got this weird season where you play like seven, eight games, you know, and playoffs. I think I, I really, as a coach who's coached high school in another sport, it's hard, man. It's yeah, hard. it's hard. And really, it's just you see – and, you know, you talk about like defensive backfield, linebackers and stuff like that. Man, it's we're deep. The good thing is we got a lot of athletes. Yeah, that's good. And you're gonna see a lot of guys you haven't talked about or don't know. And and I think a lot of different people are gonna make great plays this year. And uh, you know, the, the great thing is football is one of those gladiator sports where if you have a weakness, people find out. So, yeah. You know, you'll find out sooner or later. We're, we're, but the the biggest I think thing that this group of kids has got going for it is they're playing for a guy who is notorious for his teams being much better in the playoffs yeah. than they are in the regular season. 100%. So, well, you team, look, by the time playoff run comes around, it's going to be dang. You yeah. looked at a team go 14-0 and 0 last year, right? Yeah. And your first game, you won by three points against a team you beat by 40 yeah. the last game of the year. Yeah. And then, you know, you, it, we got a lot better every single game. And a part of that strategy, I think, Part of it is just development, so yeah, that's cool to watch. All right, uh, so enough about the other players. Let's talk about you for a second this year. All right. You lose Matt Compton. Yeah. You lose um, 
Mullins, Jackson Mullins. You lose, of course, uh, what's his name, Bub Center. It's just Kate. lost. Caden. Kate Slater. Kate Slater. Kate's, Kate Slater. I'll get it out here in a minute. You lose all that. Now you're the upperclassman. Yeah. Now you're the guy that's got to take on that leadership role. Yeah. Are you ready for that mentally? Yes, or I, I'm, I'm mentally ready for the Taylor Monroe being the leader. That's um, I, I was really ready for it last season because once we got into it and later in the season, I learned a lot from people like John Collum, uh, Matt, uh, Cade, and all those guys. They really taught me a lot about the game, and Jackson Hanson taught me a lot about just how to lead a team and how to be there and be that voice in that team to show them uh, we got this. We just keep our head in the game and just uh, don't overthink. When you're in the when you're in the game, uh, try to stay calm but be aggressive. You know? yeah, that's really important because you don't. You know, it's a treasure to have players that have championship experience. And I know we lost a lot of them. I'm just glad they passed that down. Yeah, I, I think that's important. I'm glad you guys are understanding what it takes to be a leader because there's a lot of teams that in my era and stuff like that, we didn't have that vocal leader. Yeah. And you needed somebody to get in your face whenever you're just like, oh, I don't feel like doing this, and say, hey, you either do it right or you get out. Yeah. Which you was one of my proudest moments. I remember last year watching the linebackers do drills, and I'm not a linebacker. You know, I never yeah. played that. But I watched them, man. I don't think I've said it on here before. But I watched uh, one of the right kids just be like, if you're not going to do it right, get out. Yeah, People oh, yeah. are here trying to get better. Yeah, it's, that's if you don't how, do it right, get out. That's how my size in practice. If, you're, if you just, you're giving your own time, basically. Yeah. We, we had a conversation in practice the other day with the linemen and said, he, uh, Coach Davis asked, is anybody's parents making them be here? And nobody raised their hand, and we said, "So why would you put in half the effort for your own yeah. time? You could be doing something." Absolutely. Exactly. You know I mean? There's no point. We don't. We don't want you out there if you're not going to keep your no. own. No, that's our, not the reason you should be playing yeah, that's not the football. Reason. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, Landon, but half the reason that I wanted to come out and coach with you guys in little league, and I, I mean him a lot of the time too. Doug, you know, we wanted to get him in. He came in later, but yeah. when we started, we wanted to get our program so far away from when I played, which is called, it's uh, called the Dark Ages. Yeah. You ever want to see a, hear a scary story, go and listen to that. Yeah. All right. You'll cry. Yeah, you'll, you'll like hide under your covers. Like, I don't ever want to be in that period, man. It scares yeah. the crap out yeah. of By the time it's done, you'll be curled up in the fatal yeah. position in a dark room in a corner. But a lot of the reason why It's really we, bad. I, I feel bad today. I didn't know a lot of what happened. I, last I week, Doug heard some stuff from the Dark Ages that's still you. scary him today. I almost cried that night. It's that bad. But you guys are bad. blessed to yeah. be in this position because... Because this is the golden era, brother. Yeah, it really is. And not just in football, but in all sports and yeah. in academics, everything. Well, and you know, it's, I'm glad you said that. That's one of the reasons that I kind of got motivated to get involved. Yeah. Because, man, I really believe in my heart. We have awesome people at our school right now. Whether it's girls basketball, volleyball, whatever, we're good. Yeah. And you know, you got to keep those people and nurture that. That's important because I've seen what it's doing to our kids and how they're just improving every day. It's amazing. It really is. I got Whether a, academics or sports. Good thing you brought that up. I got a question to ask Landon. Yeah, well, what's it like being the second best athlete in your family? <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to say something. I heard girls, I heard girls basketball. There you go. <laughs> uh, she, I, all props to Trady, though. She's a beast. Uh, she's been working since she's 
been old enough to hold a basketball. And has an awesome attitude. Yeah, I mean, she she wants to be yeah. in the work area. I will shoot her um, like a message or something, like, yeah. hey, you did good. And she would send me back, yeah. like, hey, thank you. You know, she, just an awesome person. I mean, like, she doesn't care who, who talks to her. She'll talk yeah. to you. She's good. She's not over her head, like, you know, yeah. like some athletes. She works hard. She, but there's a lot of trash talking that goes on in the house. Oh, yes, for sure. <laughs> you know, yes. Uh, and you got a quarterback in there. Yeah, we got, we got three, we got three uh, kids in the house, all basically junior high and then yeah, high little, little Will's coming up uh, uh, is, is going to be a junior high uh, player this year, and I, you're, you're going to hear his name a lot, too. So. Yeah, yeah. Landon, you might be sliding down to number three. And that's, uh, I don't know about that. Well, guess what? <laughs> you, know what, what you know what Landon's going to do? He's just going to shut up every one of them. Oh, sorry, go. guys, I can't hear you from all of the – you know, stuff going on in my yeah, ear. Yeah, the championship right ring's falling out of my ear. I'm hoping, I'm hoping to get, fan. like, two more from me right here. Just, like, two Be more. Be nice. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, it's Be been a nice. long time since we've had a shot. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not putting that expectation on you guys. No. Because, no. But we got a shot. We do. Two or three. I got uh, Here's one for you, Landon. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you do anything dirty because I'm not calling you a dirty player, but you are notorious for being a trash talker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many times, Landon? How many times have I looked at you, even during a high school game, and hollered so at you and pointed at, at my head, it's saying, "Use your head." It's been a lot. I think you hit me one but, because he was trash. But the reason I the reason I bring that up is is because I think you use that to get in other people's head, which is what. It's part of the game. It's, it's just part of the and game, I, and that's fine. Yeah. I just but what I tell you to do is, you know, it's just something you work on as a younger kid. Trust me. There's an old adage in in auto racing that says it's easier to speed a guy or to slow a guy down than it is to speed a guy up. Yeah. Okay. When you get a, a driver in a car and he's going wide open and possibly going to kill himself, it's a lot easier to slow him down just a little bit than it is to get one in there that's scared. Yeah. You just so. I mean, you know, it, it, well, it's not anything against Landon. It's just you know I'm no. trying to help him. But here's the thing, and I was not a, a big trash talker, but I did use my opportunities. What I have found, especially when you're play, playing against players that might have doubts, maybe new starter or something like that, yeah. three or four comments can totally change their mind. You don't got to say something every yeah. day, but two, three comments can really get self-doubt going. Yeah. Right, I'm just going to go ahead and lay this out there. My trash talk was I always tried to make them laugh. <laughs> Me and Ricky White had what we call the jerky boys line. We would call it in the defensive huddle. Yeah. So we would come out, and I'm sure Landon has no idea who the Jerky Boys are. No. no. They're these guys that prank call people and made like funny voices and stuff. So I'd get down to my stance, and Ricky would too, and I'd be like, "You killed my uncle Freddie." <laughs> you know. Yeah. And try to get the dude to laugh. So it, that, that is just different ways of doing it. But the only time I ever got laughed, this is funny, and he's will remember. We played Jenkins one one game, and I'm holding the kicks. I was like a freshman, you know. I was like a backup quarterback. I'm like. Six foot five, hundred and forty-eight pounds. I, I looked really like I shouldn't be out there. I'm holding the kicks for a Brazilian kicker. This your sophomore year, and that yeah, was this Leon. kid comes out of. No, it was the worst sheep shot I've ever seen to this day. The, Come, the just, play been bombed dead for a good two minutes. I mean, it was like, imagine how long like ten seconds is yeah. in football. That's a long time. That's it had been blown dead. People were like running off the field, and this kid just. I've got a knee on the ground holding a kick, and it's already gone up. And I was like, turning around, getting ready to high-five our kicker. And this kid just drills me. And I was like, I got up, and I was like, really, man? And he started laughing. And it was, <laughs> it's the only time I've made a player laugh. But I was like, that was so dirty. You should be ejected, but I don't even think they care. 
it's that bad. It and bad. I just want people to understand out there, all the viewers, our listeners, excuse me, um, that all fourteen of you. All fourteen yeah. of you. That trash talk does happen in high school it sports. Does. It does. Okay, it might not happen as much as you see in the NFL, but it does happen. Yeah. And don't act like it don't, because trash talking is a part of competitiveness. Some people like to get in your head, and that's a part of the game. So I just I think it's fascinating trash talking because it's I never could. Who it bothers? Yeah, because you can see who it bothers. Yeah. yeah, like you can see it on their face. See, I was a lot worse for that in junior high. Junior high, I was like, yeah, absolutely. the, the OCAF game. I think you, you're probably still waging to this day in Owensburg. Dude, <laughs> I, that was a te- that was so bad. Uh, the woman came to me and Carson after a game, and we she said, uh, "You guys play awful" or something like that with your mouths. So, and I, I remember, I remember, I came off the field. I, I was, I was in bad trash talker. I came off the field. Uh, it was fourth quarter. We were winning. Like the clock was coming down, and Matt pulled me out, and uh, I just start blowing kisses to, oh, to yeah, the fans. Uh, but as soon as I get into high school football and Coach Mack, that stopped. That oh, stopped yeah. immediately. Coach Mack uh, Yeah, I was standing there at the uh, uh, Kevin Holy Cross that night when it stopped. That was, that was the day. <laughs> you can definitely overdo it. Oh, yes, and, and yes. As a high school coach, you got to cut that off. What, did you, coach what Mack, happened uh, now? So, uh, freshman year, Holy Cross, um, I got in. I was, I was actually going to play a lot that game. It was, this happened like the first half. And um, I got in at offensive line, and I was blocking this guy. And this linebacker comes out of nowhere after the play hits me. Well, I, the player I was then was I, I'm going to hurt this guy. And I got in his face. Bull grabs me and pulls me back <laughs> and uh, throws me back to the sideline. And I, as soon as I walked to the sideline, Coach Max was standing there. And I just knew immediately I was I was screwed. I, I, didn't, I didn't play I didn't play at all that game. There's a time and place. Exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, but I learned as uh, I got older and more mature with it that you just can't do it that way. And uh, I become better of a player that way. You know what my coaches told us to say to anybody that talk trash? He just said to look at him and go, "Jesus loves you, pal," and walk away. Yeah. That's all he said. Yeah. And I'm I did it maybe twice. But, like, I usually was so focused that I couldn't talk. You know, it's funny you, you say that because I, in all my high school playing days, and I know I'm an old guy now, but, man, like in basketball, it was one of the only times that life slowed down. And as a teenager, you guys got a lot of stress. I know. Yeah, I've been there before. And, and stuff going on in your life. And, you know, it, it was the only time. It was like my church or my zen. Not church, but zen. Yeah. It, just, it was when everything stopped. I didn't notice fans. I didn't notice anything. Yeah, that's a good placement with Zen, you know, with Buddhism. We, we get a lot of our people from India to start this. Yeah, there you go. I, I dig it. You start doing yoga on the show, man. I'm we're, serious, we're so. It was kind of a place where it calmed me down, and it was my meditation, really. So, Landon, I think the, the big question here is, is that, you know, do you see some of the success last year Coming into this year, do you see that being like a distraction? Do you see a championship hangover from any of the guys? I see it for some of the guys, um, but they're really working past. Like it was, it was mostly during the summer workouts when they really saw them. Not much now. Um, right now, I think everybody's getting to the mindset like we're not as good as we were last year. Like um, that's not, why you got to play. Yeah, we're it's a different and you're team. Not. You're not. not. You shouldn't expect to yeah. be at this point. Yeah. Last year is last year. 
Yeah. And you got Raiders. young guys who maybe even the ones that played a little. Yeah. Man, you got to earn that. Yeah. It's it's a mindset. And I'll tell you this, Landon. Last year you guys were fourteen and zero, and you all beat everybody pretty handily. You know, towards after Belfry or whatever. You know, this year. You guys, I'm not hoping that this happens, and I'm always the bearer of bad news. I was, yeah, yeah, he's the bummer of the show. Yeah, so you guys may lose a game or two, Maybe but guess what? Yeah. That doesn't mean you can't win a state championship. Yeah, Heath, I'd like you to say what you normally say, that a loss or two is not the, not the, end, the end of the world. world. And it, it teaches a lot. And it teaches you a lot. Uh, yeah. The best example I can think of that is, for many, many years, was Louisville Central. Okay. Uh, Belfry's arch nemesis in 3A for many years. Now they're in 4A. They would go 5-5 five and five every year, okay, But because they would play the males and the manuals and the St. X's and the Trinities and, and all of them and, and get the snot kicked out of them. And then they would win their district, still be the number one seed, be a lot better football team after that, yeah. and would just breeze through the playoffs because they've already played teams three times harder than any team any yeah. team left that they were going to play, and that even included Belfry. Yeah. So... That, I always look at that, but, you know, that it, it's just been a gripe of mine for many years, and I, I'm a Pikeville High School football fan. Uh, I'm the Pikeville High School football fan, if you want to get down to it. But, uh, you know, that, that's been my gripe with our fan base for many, many years, is that if we lose a game or two and we're not going to be undefeated state champions and the number one team in the state and everything else, then people just kind of lose interest. Fans. Bit. Fans. Yeah, fans. Not not players, not coaches, anything like that. And not anybody involved in the program, but I've just, I've always preached to our fans, you know, be patient. You know, yeah. this is a marathon, not a sprint, and these kids, you know, you, you know, it's like John Calipari says, I quote him all, all the time on here, you either win or you learn. Yeah. You know, so... And sometimes mm-hmm. prosperity is an awful teacher. Yeah. Landon, so, I'd like to ask a player, what's your record when the playoff starts? This year? Yeah, what's your record? No, Always when you start have, playoffs. Always when, when you start the playoffs. No matter what, if you've won or lost. Well, man, you don't want to put a kid like that on the spot, you know. Oh, no. He walks no, I'm, the oh no. Oh no. That's what I'm saying. I thought you were about to say. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not asking you to pick it up. Every time you go to the playoffs, it's 0 0. Yeah. And that's what you got to have the mindset of doing, and especially with Coach Mack. Yeah. I know you've seen it. Like, this dude has took six and four, five and five football teams yeah. and done wonders with them in the playoffs. Yeah. That's yeah. why he's here. Yeah. That's why he is who he is. And I, I, I expect you all to maybe come out a little slow just because y'all haven't had any time. Yeah. Yeah. But so the thing is, with other teams, they haven't had time either. So it's, we're, everyone's on an equal, equal play. Yeah, it's the same for everybody. Yeah, you know that—that's the one good, the one positive. One positive. I actually yeah. don't expect them to come out slow. I expect them to come out and make a few mistakes at 110. Yeah, percent well, yeah. and I think that's yeah. all you can ask for. We're—I yeah. think everybody on the team knows they're going to go as hard as they possibly can yeah. and get everything done. Well, they've been taught in this amount of time, get that done Saturday. All right, so. Have you do you? I'll ask you this: Have you seen anything on Raceland yet? I I've seen a film from last year. Okay, so do you know who they kind of have coming back and stuff like we that? We know. We we have an idea of. We know everybody that's graduated. They get their quarterback um, back. Jake Hyde. Yeah. Excellent who, athlete. Yeah. Jake Hyde. Who who is the main guy you have to stop in order to win this game? There really isn't that guy. Yeah. It's just what they're going to do with okay. who, who they have. Okay. Um, but I don't know of a guy yet. 
Oh, they didn't really see like guys. Very young, like, too. Exactly. That's Very young, too. Young too. It's just like with us, they got to stop Isaac. Yeah, or, uh, they got to stop. Well, and we have we have we have prepared for a dual threat quarterback. Now we don't want to go ready. into X's yeah. and O's and let this be heard by the no, 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 you know. But no, they're just, a good team. Yeah. You know, you have. What are you talking about racing? Racing people ain't going to list this. We can't hardly get people. <laughs> <laughs> we got people on Honduras list. But do you guys think Honduras might call Mark on us? I don't know. You guys think you'll be you guys match up with him well? Yes, I think up front especially. Their their line is going to be big, but our line is also big and fast. So um, with experience, is that, yes, we have experience up front. A, a lot of fans point. don't know it, yeah. Um, but Raceland and Pikeville, maybe in Class A, are very the most similar teams you'll ever watch. Yeah, they throw the screen. They do a lot what we do. Even probably have the same calls at some point. So it's a tough game. Oh, it's a great rivalry. I've Even though they that. cheat and blow that horn during the cadence, we should, <laughs> are uh, you ready for that? I'm ready. I never, I never played at racing. I've never played at racing on that field. Uh, what we've been doing up front most of the time is really been over in the grass, getting ready for that environment. You know, just uh, staying off the turf a little bit. Let me give you a little thing. I'm gonna talk to Coach Mack and see if he can let me pull an engine across the river <laughs> and just lay on the horn every five seconds. We might and, have a few uh, Blackhawks going on this you, week. I don't know. Did you, you you said you didn't really get to play a whole lot at Paintsville last year, right? Or did uh, you? you no, I played, I played a lot at Paintsville. Uh, it was it, it was crazy how it went. So we didn't know who was going to be the starter at first for Beavis Line for Nose Guard. So yeah. it was a big rotation against me, Mason, and Rico. Yeah. We were just rotating and rotating. But Paintsville was really what set it apart for me. I I was uh, I knew coming into that game I had to impress everybody. So I played a, I played a, a really good game against them, and so did Mason. So coming up the racing week, we had a big battle. Are there. you letting those younger guys know your experience? Yes. Like, hey, you know, in these practices, yeah. people get switched out. It's a chess game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, mean, I saw it, it firsthand, Landon. I yeah, saw you important. people coming up and asking yeah. you questions after practice. Those yeah. Days. I mean, uh, I, I love it. I, all these young guys come to me and ask questions about um, how the dude one day, what the play is, um, how do I do this well, or how do I, in this situation, what do I do? That's that shows me that they want to learn and want to be on the field and play and uh, be successful. Um, but yeah, I just I like to share the experience I had last season with those young guys because not everything is guaranteed for everyone. No. Yeah, you know, no. like it, it's a it's competition every day for us, uh, everywhere. Every position is really a competition every day in practice. So just young guys just keep working. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'm glad you said that too, ma'am, because that's what you need. That's a mindset you need. You yeah. need to be a sponge right now if you're a young guy, and get all this information from these older guys yeah. to be able to play. And it's hard. As yeah. a, and I've been a freshman and sophomore at this program. It's tough, you know. Yes. But you have to keep that sharp edge. And like, if I'm not playing, I need to be learning. Yeah, and that's what you got to do. And the thing is, I would rather be this and and have it be tough yeah. than to play at some of these other programs where it's not like that. And that's no right. offense to them, no. whatever, but I would rather be here and be successful because it's hard to play here, and I'd rather know that I earned a place at this program. When you strap on pads, the the cream rises to the top. Yeah, and it always will. Always, I've always seen it that way, and nothing's changed. 
Landon, a couple more questions here, and we're going to get off here and go eat some good food. Spaghe How about that? Homemade spaghetti yeah, meatballs. Spaghetti, man. Yeah, oh, Listen, boy. I Thank throw down go. in yeah. this kitchen. It's yeah. one of the great things about being <laughs> interviewed in this kitchen. on Landon, this show <laughs> is you always get fed. Yeah, that's awesome. Doug Landon, is the five-star chef of the Hell Pot. Landon just bad, secretly boys, whispered to me, I want you to hurry up. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but, you don't right. hurry us up on our own show. <laughs> uh, listen, um, last question. Yeah. What are some of your goals this year? Good question. That you, yeah. as an individual, not team-wise, I mean, that's your all's team, yeah. you know. What's some of your individual goals? We know the team goals. We want yeah. to win a state title. That, you know, but what? Yeah. My, my goal is for every week when the other team's preparing, they're preparing for me. So, uh, like, I'm the guy they're preparing for. You know what I mean? Yeah. On off when they're, I'm on defense and they're preparing for me to come off the edge, or what I'm going to do in my in my rush or what I'm doing with the off the line. I want them to prepare for me. Yeah. I want to be that good. That good goal. Good goal, man. You know and. You know they're going to say that. Yeah. Right. Because they're going to look at you and be like, all right, we had to deal with this kid last year. This kid gets off the ball so daggone fast that before when you blink your eyes, he's already sacked the quarterback. You know, it's yeah. cool because that confidence. Now, listen, that's a responsibility. Yeah. But the confidence it gives you, you know every day in practice you got to get better. Oh, yeah. Every single day. And, and here's my thing to you here, and I think you're old enough to understand this. If they're triple teaming you, because you're so good off the ball and they have to spend that much energy. I think you're going to be one of those guys that if the Sayers twin or Devin DeRossett or whoever's playing yeah, on the D-line yeah. makes that play, you're going to be like, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm supporting my teammates. Um, if, I, if I'm getting triple team, like you say, I'm doing my job. I'm doing my job that somebody else is open because you can only block so many people. And if somebody's open, if it's a linebacker, if it's a lineman, somebody's open. Um, but yeah, I support my guys. Uh, I'm happy for what their achievements, like the Sayers twins, and like I'm so I'm so happy for them right now. Uh, they've been working their tail off. Devin's been working his tail off. Rico, uh, Brady, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good year for the front. Okay, I mean that's that's, that's good to hear. It yeah, it's awesome it here, especially um, when you have a quarterback that yeah. has started a year and is settling in. That's a good thing to hear. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I, I that's Landon, uh, we just did shout out. So, do you want to give a couple shout outs yourself to anybody? Uh, just uh, shout out to my team, to uh, my parents, Trinity, Will, and let's just uh, it's game week. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, game week, baby. Right. <laughs> That's great. Uh, you got anything to say to Mr. Landon before we get off here? He's always get these like emotional. Isn't it a little weird yeah. that he were interviewing always. this kid? So he always starts like these emotional. It's like fifth it, grade. It's weird. It's like hate's emotional wisdom for you. Okay. Uh, there you go. Uh, yeah. This is this is personal touch with Uncle Hay. Uh, <laughs> that's dude, that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Okay, never mind. I'm not. Unky. Old Unky. Uncle Hay. I'm not even up that. Oh, you just earned that nickname, uh, you, You're getting it. From now, when I call you at 11 o'clock and I'm like, hey, Uncle Heath. Or, they're they're going to shorten it down. We're getting some PT from me. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. <laughs>
I quit. That's what I know. This is going to be great. Uh, no, seriously. Uh, you know, like I said at the first of the podcast, man, it, it, you, you, Rico, Jay, and Corbin were the original four, man. Yeah. I mean, I coached you guys from, you know, pups all the way up to what you're doing now. And each one of you guys are making really, really good progress. You're, you're a dominator. You know, Rico's a dominator. You know, Jay and Corbin are both, you know, making their way and, and, and working yeah. really hard. And I, you were always the one, though, out of all those. They're, they're all great kids, mm-hmm. but they're quiet kids. Yeah. Okay? And there's nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, as a fifth-grade football coach, I love quiet kids. Um, but you were the one that I knew I could always go to to get the rest of them boys up. Yeah. You were the one I trusted with that because I knew you could do it. I, I remember my fondest memory is you, Jay, Rico, and Corbin pushing my truck with me in it. Oh, I remember that, yeah. You know, that team exercise and all of you guys was like, you know, they're fifth graders and they're like, we can't push this big truck with you sitting in it, you know. And all of them got down in their stances, came out and drove together as a team, which I was trying to show them, you know, what they could do if they worked together instead of trying to be individuals. Yeah. And... Just the look in all your guys' eyes, man, when you moved that truck. And, it, but, you know, it, it was a – I knew that was a big light switch moment for all you guys, and I, I'll never forget that. And I'm never going to forget you, brother. Yeah. You know, you, you you four guys and others that I've coached, you know, that that's what I'm going to be able to look back on, even to my playing days included, and say that's the thing that I'm the most proud of. And I want you to know that. Thanks, man. So, PT with Heath. I'm not going to hug F-T. you. PT. PT. I'm not going to hug you. Just, just, I'm now look, I'm hug. burning the stage to get rid of the negative eyes. Yeah. Okay. Shut up. Start, start the game week off right. right. Landon. So, yeah, go out there and kill him. Yeah. All right. Landon, we love you. We love watching you, you know, grow up in this system over here in this program. It's been awesome. And we expect nothing but all state. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, all state. If, uh, and, and you're getting these younger guys ready to go. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and as far as team goes, I mean, of course, you know the standard here is state championship. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's, cool. that's what we expect from you. And, you know, that's what the price you got to pay for being over here is. Yeah. And that's what I don't, I think you want it like that. All of us do. So, Lana, we wish you nothing but the best of luck. And <laughs> we'll be there Saturday cheering you on, all social distance with our masks on and stuff. And, uh, we love you, brother, and thank you for being on the show. Before we get off here, uh, you can check us out on Facebook tonight on my page, J.R. Robinson. Uh, I'll post this up, and uh, I'll, we're also going to take a picture. You can also get the link there. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on the uh, Anchor app, Anchor app which will be on there. Um, you know, We're on all those platforms. I'll also post this on Instagram. Landon, if you don't care, I'll get, I'll get out there. Yeah, get it out there. Uh, Bub, uh, Twitter? Uh, Twitter, uh, at uh, uh, Podcast on Twitter, or at Heath underscore Smash. Yeah, I'll share it all, too, so it's fine. Yeah, what is it, Doug? Uh, Allison Doug Powers on, on Facebook. Facebook. So I'll share it from there and Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Doug Powers. And I've added my email to our Facebook page, so if you've got uh, any, uh, any complaints or, uh, you know, yeah. You, Reach are, out, guys. Uh, That's with, important. If you like the show, uh, preferably if you like the show, email me. If you got any complaints, just keep it to yourself. Any complaints, send them to Heath. No, send them to Dale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, your Twitter, Doug, just Doug Powers. It's Doug Powers. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, also, my um, Instagram is oldjunior3443 uh, if you want to get on there and look at it. But next week, we're ramping this up, guys. Pre-game. Football season. Football yes, season. There you go. Pre-game. We're going to try something on Thursday nights. We're going to probably do it on Thursday nights. Uh, this week we could possibly do it on Friday nights. I don't know. I think we just just keep it on Thursday nights. Yeah, yeah. But we'll discuss that and doing a pregame show. Uh, might have some serious special guests for you. We're uh, stay tuned for that. So uh, hey, we're going into enemy territory. Yeah. On yeah. Hall of Fame night at yeah, race. That's, that's on event. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Senior nice day. It's senior night at race and Hall of Fame night. So we haven't really made our mind up. I think we're going to discuss it, whether we're going to do a post-game show or not. But we might just do like a pre-game, and then we'll go over the game from the last week. We're still in planning phases. Yeah, we're still in planning phases. We got time. I mean, we got till Saturday. We got this. So, but, you know, we're we're going to ramp this up, and we're pretty sure you guys are going to love it. So thank you guys. We're gonna go eat some daggone spaghetti. I'm starving. Meatballs too. And meatballs. Oh, hey, do some spicy meatballs. Yes. Let's get it. Landon Hammock, special guest. Awesome yeah. episode. Had a lot of fun. Swath, swath, <laughs> Uncle Heath. Uncle Heath. <laughs> PT with Heath. What? PT. JR's not gonna have any kids. That's probably the only time I'll get the call Uncle Heath. Listen, if I just had the personal touch. Well, we all right. <laughs> Ladies, well, call JR. All right, that's <laughs> enough, man. Well, this show's getting way too weird. All right. Guys, you can check it out tonight. We'll have it posted for you. And at the end of the day, hail Pikeville.